you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Hello, and welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and it's just me and Martin today. So, my sidekick, say hello. Hello. <laughs> so, it, no, he's not done, because I'm going to make him talk a lot. Anyway, well, today we're sort of just doing a show alone because we wanted to get a little bit back to why we're doing this and called the hypnosis everywhere. The show is it called hypnosis everywhere because I've been talking to everybody around the world, but there's not only that it's about that. It is everywhere in our daily lives. It's everywhere you look and it's the perceptions that many people have of hypnosis are totally erroneous. And I've been addressing that pretty much the whole year. And best thing about this is if you understand and you become aware of your own mind and that you are bypassing that critical factor all the time with any of the negative things, even while you're watching TV and all those other things we've already talked about. Martin, do you think I need to address that a little more? Funny, I thought I was going to have something to say here. So no, here we're we go. Do the, show in, the thing is, we couldn't be bothered to get a guest. Guests are such a problem, you know. <laughs> so we're just going to do the rest of the show in complete silence, which will be new for a podcast. Um, yeah, the, the show is called Hypnosis Everywhere because you have this strange belief that hypnosis is a natural part of us and that it's happening all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I saw a thing on one of the forums saying, "How? What? what does it mean if somebody's hypnotized? And I think the answer is it means you found a human being because that, that's one of the, <laughs> that's the natural part of being human is the critical factor as there's hypnosis. What I want to bring up on that point is um, I thought it was good. So if you read the history of hypnosis, um, which came out of the medical field and the psychiatric field, et cetera, I mean, recent hypnosis, there's always this undercurrent. I think even in the mainstream, this undercurrent of, well, you've got to be careful with hypnosis because it does bypass your conscious. And so then that's nothing but trouble because Somehow we're under the illusion that the conscious mind does good things and keeps us on track. When in fact, I think just look historically back at the history of the human race, we don't seem to be doing a real good job with our conscious minds. It's not something that really has um, uh, much track record of doing great things. It seems to mostly be driven also by this other undercurrent in, in us, yeah. which is the emotion, which is on fear and guilt and very insecure. There's also this whole part of if you look at people who have in, in our world become uh, good at what they do, whatever that is, mm -hmm. you'll always say they're, they're going with their gut. They're going with what they're feeling, not with what they're thinking when they make decisions. And that is entirely because they're doing it in hypnosis, the natural state of hypnosis. Just, just like in sports, right? And you get better yeah. in sports when you bypass that insecurity and what if this, what if this, what if yeah. this, and just go with the... With the, the feeling the and the flow. If I ever made a decision that I second-guessed with my conscious and, and changed the decision, it was always the wrong one. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to bring up, because you also talk about, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff, new stuff in hypnosis. You've done a lot of stuff on Facebook, Facebook about the, uh, the community, the hypnosis community, and how, many, how much advances they're doing, how many great things they're doing. One of the things on that subject that we were talking about is my voice just went really high right there. Do you notice that? <laughs> uh, is that 
we have this fear of hypnosis because it's going to bypass this supposed conscious mind. But in fact, what you find is, or you'll find, especially with clients, is the more hypnosis or deeper, as shall we say, there's a part of yeah. us that really is true to us. When we can get the client to trust that part of their mind, things change quickly. And it's not about listening to me or doing anything. It's listening to their own inner guidance. Which I think is why you're so adamant on trying to push self-hypnosis because that allows people uh, indirectly uh, to get in touch with that, if you will, mm -hmm. that part of them that it really is true. Very true. You know, just that first little... Uh, um, think of the word. She's two, audio. two syllables. Audio. Yes. The audio. One on the, on the self-hypnosis site. I used to use that with clients a lot and when to teach them self-hypnosis. And I had some astounding outcomes. I had a girl that came to the office for it to be whatever it was that was. I'm not going to go into what was wrong with her but or what she perceived as wrong. Uh, but when she came, she had to be driven because her anxiety was very high. By the next week, listening to that tape, in that day, it was still a tape, <laughs> But listening to that audio uh, made it allowed her to drive the next time. And then I figured, because I had taught her self-hypnosis first, because I thought it was going to be a heavy-duty slog for her mm -hmm. at the state she was in. So understand that self-hypnosis is a huge deal. Just, just like uh, we, we do recognize meditation is a good thing. Yeah. Because uh, we tend to think meditation puts you into a calmer space, et cetera, and you can relax. Self-hypnosis does the same, but also we seem to think connects you to something that's very, very important, very, that has actually a moral center. That does exactly, you know, well, and, and meditation does the same thing. So the only two, the difference between them is that Once we utilize hypnosis to access a specific issue that needs to be addressed. And both are very a great thing to do. So it's easy to do self-hypnosis and it becomes meditation or it's easy to do hypnosis and work on an issue. So I use it and I started learning meditation when I was 16 and it changed my life in that first few months of doing it because I was totally, I'm still pretty loosey-goosey, you know, but at that time I'd get up to go to school, <laughs> roam around, do nothing, and managed to miss the bus. <laughs> so as soon as I started doing the meditation, I didn't get up any earlier. I started to meditate and within, and it was 20 minutes in the morning, which for me we thought was, wow, that's a long time out of my schedule of not getting anywhere. <laughs> but within that first week, I started getting everything done, being in the bus on time, having all the things, had breakfast and everything, even though I was in meditation for 20 minutes. So meditation, self-hypnosis sort of equate, and self-hypnosis easily took me from um, chronic pain, feeling chronic pain, to no feeling of chronic, of any pain. And getting breakfast. And getting breakfast. Yeah. No, no. That's lot later on when I was doing hypnosis. But there's a different facility. And when you do hypnosis and you bring that caliber of that other part of your mind and soul or whatever you want to call it, if you're esoteric, if you're not, doesn't matter. It's all words. What it does is it connects you to that part of you that is that important part that we're talking about. Also, something, and I've split my mind completely, but I was going to ask um, oh, yes, I know. Uh, 
you, the self-hypnosis is also easy because it's only you to trust, right? Yeah. The person you're by yourself, you, you, not, you don't think something terrible is going to happen or some person's going to take charge, etc. which is some of the fears. In fact, yeah. so, so to bring that up, what is the number one reason you would say a person will not allow themselves to go into hypnosis in front of, you know, in a formal state? I've known people who won't even do it in a, an alone state. Right. Okay. And it's usually, and it's mainly comes down to fear. Now, is it fear of that they they don't even trust themselves in those times? Some people, and also there's no rapport or whatever. There has to be a reason, and we can uh, tell you consciously much. You know, we tell you pre-talks how hypnosis works. You listen to the first show, you know about hypnosis, and you can allow it to happen. But there's still that certain percentage of people who can't allow it to happen. There's always, it's not a lot of people, but see, at one time in the 60s and 50s, we could say we could only hypnotize 50% of the people, which it was true. But they said, the way they said it was people weren't hypnotizable, which was not true, because it's just that we didn't know how. So we still don't know how to work with that 1% or that certain percentage of people that it still does not allow themselves to go into hypnosis, be it alone or with us. In daytime yeah. or nighttime. Daytime. <laughs> well, I think the if one of the new things in hypnosis then these days is this because of the amount of people doing, the, the skill of the amount of people doing hypnosis and the amount of knowledge out there mm-hmm. that um, hypnotists have learned language, the correct language, how to deal with people, how to take the time to explain what's going to happen because the uh, understanding what hypnosis is or isn't is still pretty yeah. loosey-goosey and, stuff. And the, the 50% in the 50s or 60s were the kind of people that would just say, okay, let's do it. You know, they were that percentage. Mm-hmm. So now we have incorporated to get the other, maybe it's 1% or 2% that don't, I'm not sure because it's just out of the top of my head. But even I think even in terms of clients that you've had, when when they haven't allowed themselves to, well, they go into hypnosis, but they haven't allowed to stay there to do any or work. Or stay deep enough to, yeah. do, to allow it. Even they know. That, oh, that, no, they that say. Letting, they feel they're letting themselves down. Yeah, they, and that's, and I try to take that away uh, because that's not a, a, a good thing either if they're really down on themselves for not allowing it and being afraid and all the other stuff. It's just compounding. So we do some work around that, but we can do things in some different states of light hypnosis or something, but it, it isn't going to get that trust built till they really start to do a lot of self-hypnosis and getting used to the fact that their mind is in charge and it isn't their conscious mind. Which I think brings you to back to the point that you always try to make on these shows is that a hypnosis is a little bit, going to a hypnotist is a little bit different than say going to a doctor or mm-hmm. something because it because we tend to think a doctor, there's the doctor, but then it gives, they're gonna give us pills. So it's the pills that are gonna do the work. In the hypnosis, it's the, the that team, right? The person, yeah. the client, and yeah. so you so find somebody you relate to. Don't just say, "Oh, well, he's got good credentials, or she's got good credentials, so she must be good." Yeah, see yeah, if you have maybe rapport not for with you, them, but maybe not for you. Yeah, because of that fear factor. In fact, you had the same situation at the beginning. Yes, you got hypnosis, no problem. You loved hypnosis, all self hypnosis. But if somebody tried to do work, <laughs> the fear was there. Yes. Oh yeah, there was no trust there. And what I turned myself was I was very analytical. The analytical meaning that I was watching all the time and feeling unsafe. And if I knew everything that was going on, I'd be safe. Jeez, we've only got two minutes left. We just started. Anyway, so understand it isn't, it's a human thing. It's not wrong. It's not right. 
It's what, just what is, what is being fearful of allowing yourself to go into hypnosis. It's a normal thing for most people. But it most people will eventually get through that and understand. And once they establish that trust with their inner mind, that they, it's gold. They can do so much. That's right. The, so to get back quickly to what, what's new in the new world of hypnosis, also because they might have work, they're discovering, if you will, new states. Well, they're not discovering their states. They're all there. there. <laughs> but we'll be able to access them in a much mm -hmm. more profound way. Which And, yeah. they're, and there are interesting things happening in these deeper yes. states. And a lot of people say you don't need a deep state so you can do it. Any, and yes, you can do things. But is you're going to get the most amount of people or the most amount done? Not necessarily. And I think it depends on the person. So we're going to talk a little more about, I don't think, I need, I think we need a two-hour show today. Anyway, we'll see you in a few minutes. No, not a few minutes. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> I need some help today. We'll see you on the other side anyway. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one -on -one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back. And I have to say, first thing, happy birthday to James Esdale. Now, nobody, you probably don't even know who that is, but it's the guy who, de not developed, because there's no such thing, is discovered that we had this ability to allow in surgery or anything, no discomfort, stop bleeding, start bleeding when it was needed, all these things. 
and that was in the 1800s before they had anesthesia. Oh. So, hmm? or TV, or TV. Well, obviously, <laughs> but he was so adept at this. It took a long time. The first time he did it, maybe 10, 12 days to get the person into a state that they could learn to take themselves into that state or he allowed, they allowed him. Now for 12 days, he obviously didn't do it all by himself. He had some helpers, but the whole idea was that he went to the British Medical Association at that time and said, look, these people don't have to have pain. And what they said to him was, if God didn't want them to have pain, he would have made it that way. Cease and desist your work. And that is the sort of history of hypnosis. Hypnosis is just allowing your mind to do the work. And when he could do that, he did. He worked in a Calcutta in a very very bad way because he was working in a prison system and I mean if it was bad then you, if it's bad now you can think how bad it is then so at that time and he would do amputations have people live through their surgeries which was rare in those days and he did like at least 50% of the people survived their surgeries when in normal work it was very low percentage so anyway that's sort of honoring him because I use his knowledge and I thank him for it. And we, that is what I'm talking about when we're saying we're moving ahead today, because many of us are, have been experimenting with all those things. Now you can't learn anything unless you do something new. Now, Jerry Kine, my mentor that I loved and all that, and who has passed on also, he always said, you to, we have to move forward before it's one funeral at a time. And meaning that if, you know, nobody did anything new till the, the person who taught them was gone. He says, start early. I started very early, right? Pretty well when he told me that. <laughs> so that's happening today. So you add that up in the whole community of hypnosis and we are moving fast forward. And we all say a slightly different thing. And we all say everything because we're ever, our perceptions are always ours alone. So if you agree with me, you'll think I'm wonderful. And if you don't, then you'll say, well, she doesn't know a thing. And that's okay, because that's your perception. It's your truth, not mine. And I'm not hurt by that. <laughs> so, you know, Martin. But don't send any emails because she won't read them. Martin, just. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. It's all. It's your reality. In hypnosis, you're dealing with the client's <laughs> reality. And yeah. Well, we're always dealing with our own reality. Yeah. But that just to kind of finish up what we were saying before the break. Mm -hmm. was that there's different um, levels, let's say, of, of hypnosis mm -hmm. being found. Mm -hmm. And a, a deeper means in terms of hypnosis or is that uh, you become more susceptible. That is what it said. But what you're finding is in these different levels, there's different things can be done. As they often, since you yes, have, as they, yeah. you can do op operations and not to malign the, the medical profession because we've come full circle. Hypnosis came out of the medical profession. Now it's back in the hospitals. They're using the hospitals yeah. for surgery again, etc. Yeah. Good article on Facebook about how they the French were using a hundred for 150 people for cancer uh, with for the surgeries mm -hmm. and. Great outcomes with Great the, outcomes with the anesthesia. Yeah, because the anesthetic has also its own complications, and they like it when mm -hmm. they don't have to deal with that. And the then there's there's things like uh, even past Esdale to support. I'm not quite sure what to do with that, except it seems because the body almost goes into almost like status, like nothing, that the healing can take can be very yeah. fast. Uh, so far, that's what James Ramey used to say when he was here too. <laughs> 
another good one gone. Um, but he said that's what it did. It, it was healing was extensive. So they they assumed it went eight times faster. I don't know how they decided that. Well, I think they they, like they just sort of uh, well no because the medical profession says it takes this long right. for the skin to heal this and it, and it was sort of set from that. But we know that's not really true because I have done that myself when I'm in self hypnosis. Got to cut the clothes up in an hour. You know, those sort of things, your mind can do much better than what we think it can do. And uh, we're going to touch on that a little bit more later. Mm -hmm. But And the last thing and that we want to talk about just quickly for the modern hypnosis is the advent of technology, the the internet. And so that so communication between hypnotists yeah. is awesome because you can exchange information. You can even sit in on sessions, sit in on, not clients, but when people are doing Practicing. their experiments. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think that spreads the knowledge yeah. immensely. And a lot of us get together to do that experimentation today. We couldn't do that before. And, but, you know, the internet has pros and cons. So you're going to get good information or bad information. And you need to discern uh, what that is. And that, like I said, it's going to be your perception. Yeah, I guess because there's internet, there's all these, you know, 24 hours to certification or learn yeah. hypnosis in five minutes with my YouTube video. There's, there's always going to be that stuff. But, but there's a tremendous amount of really good stuff out there. Yeah. And I don't think it takes that much perception to figure out what's really, really good out there. I think if you listen to that gut part of you, you'll know. That's right. If you feel and if you listen to your conscious mind, uh, it, you at least check distracted. in with the other part. Yeah. Are you being manipulated or aren't you being manipulated is one of the things. Yeah. Because so, hypnosis is everywhere in everything. Correct. Because yeah. it's the human mind. Yeah. And it's our inclination to try and manipulate quite often. Just sort of a natural reflex yeah. of the conscious mind. Anyway. And, and lots of times it's with great intent because you believe in yourself, which is fine. Or you're fearful of the other. So you of the do other. something. Yeah. Sometimes that's not so good because if you're fearful of the other, it's fine if you're doing stuff because you believe in it. But if you're fearful, fearful and go against the other, that's kind of a negative way of doing things. Kind of. Okay, let's move, kind on. Of, let's yeah. move on. Yes. So the next thing we want to bring up is the, this movie out there, Documentary Heal. Let me just look at notes here. Uh, that Kelly Noonan is the person that did it, and they have all the usual suspects, Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, Bernie Siegel, da, 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 all these people. Anyway, we watched it. It's, it's about what you talk about, actually. It's hypnosis and, it's, yeah. and the way the body works. So what's your take on that? Well, there's a lot of good about the movie. There's some pros and cons. Um, the, I think the movie, and I think I got this from you mostly because you, uh, you, you as oh, Martin, you the listener, or? you, oh, the Martin, like Martin's attitude towards it was, he said, oh, that's really good. That's an accurate statement. All that stuff. See, we do the thing discerning too. And are we right? Not necessarily. We maybe we're going to tell you what we believe. And then you talk about it. We'll talk about it. Now, Bruce Lipton was on this show too, and he's always been one of my great guys to listen to because I remember when he first started and wrote um, Biology of Belief, I listened to him on Coast to Coast with Art Bell. And, you know, I was really into that. show right there. I loved it. Anyway, but when he was talking, I said, that's what I do with hypnosis. He's got it. Or at least I think he's got it because it's matching my got it. <laughs> okay, so here, here's my, we're going to go through some of the things that were said on that show that I, I think, well, I know because you say them and you put them into practice. That's mm -hmm. great things. But if you watch that show and what's her name? Kelly? Kelly, 
very nice, but you know, with the blonde hair, the nice teeth, and she seems to drive, drive expensive cars and seems to live on the Santa Monica beach from what I can tell, because there's always a beach there and it's always Southern California. So if I was looking at, well, when I look at that, I think, well, what you need to do for healing is to live in Southern California, have nice car, have very nice offices, be sort of middle-class, ideally white, and uh, things will work out for you. And I kind of get tired of that because those movies do that. They have the Hollywood lights, they have the makeup, they have the hair. It's not about that because the healing yeah. that is done, the miracle healing is done, it's done for the people on the streets, it's done in, in the ghettos, it's done in, in the Syria. And Amazing why do they things. do that? Because they think that's how they're going to get the listenership and the viewership and everything. And so, so it drives me crazy. And then I you end up only having a certain uh, part of the population and listen to. Yeah, because it drives me crazy because it's not all about Southern California white and being uh, having a midlife crisis and that's killing. Which but brings me to trouble one is thing. That, Can I just say they, this? I'll let you keep going for the rest. No, you won't. You'll yes. just keep interrupting me. Ask well, I'm really working on bringing in someone who's doing the real thing. Oh, yes, in, yes, yes. In Tibet, Nepal. in Nepal. And uh, she, I'm just in negotiations with her to come on the show because she's a hypnotist who decided that she had to do something about the orphans when she went to Nepal and saw all how many kids were alone. And she ended up opening an orphanage and helping them with her style of hypnosis or her use of the mind. And this is the real deal. I have, I have goosebumps right now talking about it because this woman astounds me. And I'll keep you posted when I can get her on. Because what she said was, well, I was in Nepal or she's on a holiday there or, or something. And she saw these kids in the streets and said to people, why are these kids on the streets? So and they said, well, they've got nowhere to go. She said, well, I'll take them in. And it's like anything. You can't take all these kids in. Uh, but she did. She didn't take them all in, but she takes in as many as she can and keeps taking in more. It's one of yeah. those things we all went, are you crazy? She she lives in Germany, came back to Germany, got her money, went back and just built that out of nothing. Yeah, out of nothing. And but, she's not exactly a, a totally wealthy. She's not. None of us have not eaten, where, you know, at all. We usually have food and all that kind of stuff, but we're not millionaires or billionaires and these are real people doing real hard work. And I think that's the, the challenge with these, with the media and those kind of movies is we tend to think, well, it's all in Southern California. It's all nice. And look how expensive these people are and the nice cars they drive. We can't but the miracles it. are actually happening in places like Nepal, in Syria, in, in the ghettos. And every hypnotist office and every acupuncturist yeah. office, every sort of person helping someone. Just because they're not in front of the camera doesn't mean it's not happening. No. And, you know, they're, we're not knocking them because they do are doing a good thing, and it was a good but. There's the but there. Anyway, what else do you want to talk about now? Um, well, the, one of the big takeaways from that was what you talk about a lot is, is don't give your power away Yeah. in, in that movie. And um, be on your own team in yeah. terms of healing. We're talking yeah, about I'm always talking about getting on the, your own medical team. Be part of your medical team. Don't just sit there and wait to be fixed. And the other thing they say is the mechanical model, that is, the you know, if this is broken, we'll fix it. If that gear is not working, we'll just change the gear, mm -hmm. has long been, well, it's been thrown out with quantum physics, but it's been long been discarded, although the pharmaceutical companies haven't thought so. But in terms of healing, it's just think common sense stuff. We're not a machine. But then, so go to the power, and the power tends to be in the mind, because the mind and the emotion does, does everything. And to me, the mind is more than, uh, it's not your brain, by the way, it is much more than that. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that because guess what? We're going to break again and see you on the other side. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, hello, and back again, and I'm going to pass it right over to Martin because we, to keep up, he remembers where he was. So what I'd like to do, that, that Hugh movie we were talking about, we are talking about that basically, um, what were we talking about? <laughs> that, uh, hold on, I'm going to tell you exactly what we're talking about. Uh, oh, I can't remember. The mechanical model, oh, don't give your power away, that's it. That's so, what it was, yeah. That um, the body isn't the machine, and there's a lot of stuff going on in your, whatever you want to call it, mind, the mind-body connection that they talk about. And why we like the movie is because a lot of the stuff they said is that you put into practice, you're actually doing that already. It's just like I said, it was too Hollywood for me because it seems to suggest that it only happens in those nice places where the cameras are. And it costs a lot of money. And you make a lot of money, apparently, if you do it, because they all seem to have nice hair, nice offices, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Whereas, in fact, most of the people doing the great work are uh, streets or they've got little offices somewhere. Yeah. And anyway, there's miracles happening. We just, because the media is not focusing on it, doesn't mean it's not happening. doesn't mean there's more miracles than the bad stuff happening in the world. It's just the media tends to focus on bad stuff because we seem to want to watch it. There was and, an interesting aspect of right. that, though. The show was that they did show one person that didn't quite get there. Right. Mm-hmm. She was having issues and it wasn't working too well. And that's why we say it's done by you, by you, 
And if you're not allowing it, and she knew she had some aspects of not allowing and they showed it on machines and things like that. And, you know, some of that does show on your brain waves, et cetera, and all those well, of things course it's, it's, that we can, it's, but it's us interpreting them. That, that's the issue at a lot of the time. Well, the stuff you can, you can see, put somebody in hypnosis and you put things on their brain and you can see the changes yeah. in the waves. The changes in the waves aren't the thing that's causing. They're just a, they're the, a reaction to what's yes. happening somewhere else. It's yeah. like the shadow. Looking at the shadow isn't, isn't the thing. It's the thing that's the thing. Anyway, so medical intervention is needed. Well, okay, that's right? a good point. They brought up the, the, that um, the medical profession does wonderful things. They're doing great things. Um, the pharmaceutical companies are not doing great things, but the medical profession as a whole is. And um, they, but they do say, and the medical profession says this too, once we get to chronic stuff, chronic illnesses, fibromyalgia, um, so, uh, Labels they don't know what's caused. They, they call they, everything autoimmune today. They know right? there's, there's something else going on that they can't fix because they can't find anything. And that's where these kind of processes really make a difference. Well, and not only that, it's. I think if it's in conjunction, even when yes. you are broken an arm yeah, or whatever and you put a cast on it, it can heal much quicker doing with self-hypnosis or taking the emotion out of it. Do you know by re reducing a negative emotion around that pain, you can drop it at least 75%. <laughs> because mo a lot of pain yes. is created by the emotion. Well, you tightening up uh, all the angst around it and, oh, I better hold my shoulder like this because, you know, it's done. And or... then you stress everything. Yeah. We, we're not really good at fixing ourselves because we're not really we haven't been trained. We've been no. trained to take the pill or do whatever. The, the other thing that comes up in these kind of movies is belief is everything, yeah. which is true. You know, you can. If you don't have the belief, it yeah. definitely won't work. What you believe <laughs> definitely makes a big difference. Yes. But there is, as in quantum physics, something true. called the uncertainty principle, which hasn't got anything to do with this, but it just sounds good. The uncertainty principle in that it's not the only thing. There's other things. There's always other things going on. Yeah. You can believe and believe and believe. And then still it doesn't quite because there's other things we don't seem to be able to grasp that are going on. Yeah, faith is important. But there's also many other factors because how many times has people gotten mad at God or whatever because their child died or this didn't work or that didn't work? There's more involved than just belief. And, and it's is, an important factor. And what that is, is not available, in my opinion, to the conscious mind. So Yeah, not so on. much. I Yeah, move on then. <laughs> Next thing, Martin. But the other thing that comes up from that, especially in the chronic disease, illnesses, is that the starting point is some emotion. Emotions yes. are causing illness, dis-ease. Yes. And that's what you work on a lot of plus hypnosis yeah. to get to those emotions. Yeah, we just want to help uh, achieve them. There was something very good in that show. I'm sure there was. What was it? I, I can't even remember the gentleman's name. Yeah. Um, but he talked about forgiveness and what it yes. really was. And that, please, if that's all you watch the show for, watch him and Bruce Lipton. <laughs> Because it was they were good. Yeah, that guy, the one you're going to watch guy, is that guy. That guy, that he guy. had um, corn cobs, corn rows, whatever, or something. And I forgot his name. I'm so sorry. I'll have to watch the show again. Those are the minute that does not stay in this mind. Because in my mind, I'm always a big picture, and I always feel the thing instead of really taking notes like Martin. Here, Martin, you go. And the uh, forgiveness, well, hypnosis is, that's the biggest, one of the biggest, yeah, one of the biggest uh, tools in hypnosis is to create forgiveness of one of self and others. And that seems to release a lot of things. And, that, and the illness, dis-ease will go 
because it's actually a compounded emotion. Yeah. And another good point they made was, so what you have, what they have a dissection of it. So you have something that's bugging you or something. And it may be when you're four or six or eight or, or a suppressed memory of who knows. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But then it starts to build and then it starts to spread. Accumulate. But, accumulate. You know, other issues, you know, things yes. attracting other issues and then it slowly gets bigger. That's how phobias are built. And that's how, you know, one after another, this happens, this happens. And all of a sudden, oh, you have a panic attack, but you don't know where it's coming from. Or you have arthritis because arthritis, it will go yeah. for the weakest point in your body. Yeah. And so it's the bad knee, it's the immune system. Yeah. And that is not the disease is not the immune system. It's something else. It's this energy, really, just our own energies causing these situations. And of course, today we're global. We get information from everywhere. We are inundated with information. And that's what, that's what they say. We're in flight or fight or flight all the time. And okay, so I, you have you have a what does that say here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have a program that you use. We call it Pro Health. Pro, in, in terms of being proactive. Yes, proactive health. Instead of waiting till you've got a diagnosis of cancer or arthritis or whatever, is start working on yourself. And you can do learn to do this in self hypnosis. And after you know, you can teach it. I get, I take people through it and I give them the gift of doing it in self hypnosis. And it's their choice if they use it or not. And the other takeaway from that, and from what you you've discovered using hypnosis for this health thing, is a lot of people don't know inherently what to be well is like. That's right. Just and, it's, like, and it's they're fearful of it. Yeah, that's well with chronic illness, you've you've come across that a lot and it's very frustrating for you where the person says, Well, my diabetes and my yes. my illness, my, my, yeah, my Yeah, take ownership so, and own it. And that's not a good thing. And that's where we actually want them to shift that. Labels are and, and the more labels doctors put on people, the more people accept them <laughs> and they become rooted there. So uh that's a bit of a, an issue that I have to work with all the time is getting them to understand that, yes, they have something, but let's see what we can do with it and what you can create with your mind and body's connection. Yes. So the, the other aspect, remember, with hypnosis or a lot of things is the, this thing called free will. Mm-hmm. And free will seems to be, well, let's say, let's say there is this mythical thing where there is a part of us that's true and really cares and has a moral stance and wants us to move forward and have joy, etc. let's say. But everything, as most people know, is filtered through our conscious yes. and subconscious. And they don't have moral stances. They're re- mostly reacting to things. Yeah. And the th- that thing that cares will not go against what your conscious wants to do. So if That's you say, no, I'm not going to let this go, it will not push. This is a free will world, which is yeah. why we have great things and terrible things. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, and that's a huge issue with people who want to be fixed because they have free will. And if they're wanting to be fixed, a lot of the time they just won't take the responsibility to help themselves. I think that comes across in that movie and certainly comes across in your work is that it's not a, it's not a simple step. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm, well, then if the drugs won't work, I'm going to go get hypnosis and that'll work for me. And then what they sit in the chair and say, okay, fix me. Yeah, you know, fix my mind for me. Come on. Hurry up. <laughs> they don't really all of them, but there is a certain element that does that, and they abdicate responsibility. And I usually just send those people to work with someone else because I can't check cool. them. Oh, cool. Well, you know, I, it is. I used to feel bad, and I used to do that, and I'd hit my head against the wall and hit my head against the wall. I can't make the person do anything, so what is the point after that? 
But I think that's, that's we do that, and we all do that to some extent yeah, somewhere. We do. Well, I wish it wasn't like this. I yeah. wish they would fix it. How come it's me? And I think you look at anybody that's had severe, um, something big happen in their lives, or near-death experience or something, they, a lot of them come to the factor of, geez, you know what? I'm here because I put myself here. Mm. Not necessarily deliberately. No, no. But, but, but it, <laughs> so if you take responsibility for the steps, in other words, instead of saying, I wish I wasn't here or I wish it was better, say, well, okay, what steps, <laughs> what steps do I need to take to get wherever it is I want to mm-hmm. go? So then take your whole responsibility and move it forward. I remember I used to do brain state technology for a while, a couple, and I, but I didn't like the technician part of it because I'm a hypnotist and I'm kind of out there floating around. And this was much too structured for me to be enjoying. But the, they had an 80% approximately great outcome. And hypnosis so far, we have have about at least 80% great outcome. The thing is that other 20% are the ones that are saying, fix me. I can't do anything. And that shows me that the machines couldn't do anything either. But that is an education or societal problem. It's, it's, people say that because that's what they were taught. Yeah. You know, if you do this, if you take this, this happens. If you take this, this happens. You're not part of it. And we're, we're brought up in, in education, in the, in the medical uh, community, we're brought up to believe they are fixing us. It's up, you know, we just sit yeah. there and let the things happen to us. Where in hypnosis, we get you to fix yourself. We help you get there and we help you do the work, but we are not the ones doing it. Yes, and that is uh, something that people have bring to hypnosis is that seems like a, seems like a lot of work. I don't want to be involved. Could you just fix this? Mm. And so if you don't take responsibility, you have, you've abdicated responsibility. Here's the thing. You've abdicated responsibility to whom? Because if you haven't made a choice, you've made a choice. That's right. So, and so that means somebody else is making that choice. And it's yeah. not, they don't care about what you want because they care about what yeah. they want. So it's good to take responsibility. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're, you like Martin says, you make a choice even if you didn't make one on purpose. And the thing that also comes to take away from that movie and what, what you do and what people come to understand when they work with you is that it's not one thing. No. Okay, I have this, uh, whatever it is, doesn't matter, anxiety, phobia, and I want the pill, whether it's called hypnosis or whatever, to make it go away, but it's never that. It's because that person is creating it, so that person has to do a lot of things to make it change, to get back. You know, we've had quite a lot of miracles in the alternative medicine place. We have have constant miracles, people, cancer cancer disappearing, uh, all those things, but it isn't us. It's them taking responsibility and allowing it to happen, having enough belief, which is part of the quotient, and also allowing themselves to move forward, forgiving themselves, because if we start to believe that we created this, then we might have to be- we're probably giving ourselves a negative on that. So we want to forgive ourselves for allowing that to happen. It's allowed to happen. It isn't, the creation wasn't on purpose. It was all the things that happened to you in your life and how you reacted to life. And that's funny, the, uh, consciously or logically, you think forgiveness. What big deal, forgiveness? What, yeah, but how can I forgive the, that person? One of, it's one of the mm. hardest things for a human to do, not to forgive the other person. That's hard. 
to forgive themselves. Themselves is the hardest one, yeah. Which is strange. And that is one of the magic pills, actually, it isn't is. it? The placebo to everything. Well, placebos we could have talked about. Yeah, I know. We're going to run Too out of time. Anyway, guess what? It's Do we have another section? We're going to break yeah. anyway. <laughs> Talk to you in one more section. Bye. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and we feel like we have no time here, so we're going to actually put another show somewhere along the line here that we haven't already booked with a, with a guest and come do another one of these shows. Uh, but first of all, um, Martin, take it. Because we wanted to do a, just a summing up of what we get and what you've got mm-hmm. if you listen to some of these shows, hopefully you listen to the shows. And for those of you that haven't, we know who you are, so we'll be <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> Just a sum up of what, what's coming out of that, like, for instance, that hypnosis is everywhere. Be aware of it in terms of yeah. uh, use and misuse. And it's not a good thing or bad thing, just as long as you're aware. It just you, is there every yeah. time and everywhere. And the things from the healing, what the other thing I, I forgot to mention was, of course, the, the thing that does, what's the thing that does the healing? It's the body, your body. The body, mind, spirit, whatever. The yes. whole, the whole, the body, whole. The body, mind you. connection, as they say on that. Yeah, but it's the whole you. So it's not the pill, it's not the hypnotist, 
it, it's not some exercise or some it's allow all that does is allow the body that the more you can do to allow the body to heal while we're talking at the beginning about the support level which seems to shut all the external stuff off so the body can do or the body mind can do yeah work it, it puts it in a place where nothing is happening for the conscious and the healing is allowed to move forward faster yeah, the, because they put your bones in splints, that doesn't heal. It's just allowing the body to do the work. And whatever you can do to allow the body to work faster, I think it's worth looking at. And the thing about the pharmaceutical industry is they don't know all the ramifications of what happens with the drugs. If you want to look at their testings, and they test for two weeks, and then they throw out all the stuff that doesn't make sense to them, and they call it an anomaly. But they don't know when they give you a drug what it actually does, apart from they know the main thing it's supposed to do, but all the other things. So why, why not use your mind, which does know what to do, or we seem to find You know that I have had side effects from hypnosis. I'm serious, but they were all positive. <laughs> I'm working on certain issues with another friend, and when I come back, I have no longer got motion sickness. Now, did I work on motion sickness? No. It's because your mind is, everything is attached to everything, and so you, you may get side effects. Every client that has really great outcomes, they'll say, well, gee, this, we didn't even work on this. I stopped smoking and I did yeah. this and I did that. Because suddenly those trigger points have been released. I do believe that there's some part of you that really does know everything. Yeah. And uh, to what Inez does with her deep state techn uh, technology, deep state hypnosis, <laughs> is to allow that to come forward as much as possible and allow the client to be as comfortable with that as possible and understand mm -hmm. what's happening. The other thing that comes up, I thought was pretty good in the, the show was, well, if it's all about belief and you just, if you drive a Porsche and live in Southern California and, and walk on the beach in Santa Monica, you're going to get healed. What about the kids that come in with, yeah. with uh, already sick? There's now, many some of things that, we don't know yet. Some of that is from the, the mother, the body that yes. they're in. Now they call it, you know, and what the science calls it is methylation. It means the trauma of the parent has not been addressed and passes on into the DNA of the child. So there's some of that. There's also if you are into being uh, a bit mystical or a bit uh, in belief of spirituality, you may have made a decision to do something here. Now that's you know, I can hear people out there saying, oh, what a lot of crap. We can hear your eyes rolling from yeah. here. <laughs> but those are all the elements we don't know about. Do we know that for sure? I don't know it. But I'm totally open to the possibility. And that's what I'm always asking my client. Just be open to the possibility. If you're open to the possibility, your mind can do something because the free will has been moved over. You've said, yes, I'm willing, right? Yeah, to give up to what I was shown to be in my best yeah. interest. There was one good, other good thing that they said. Well, there was probably a few good things. But the, the things there was, she, she, I don't know who she was either because, as usual, sure. I've forgotten. Uh, she said 75 things were what oh, yeah. they made, they understood we're gonna, we're was. We're going to get to that in a second. Oh, well, you only have a very little time. We were going to get to it. Get don't going. worry. Relax. Okay, it's going to be all right. Pretty certain <laughs> hypnosis. It'll be good. <laughs> Not enough time. And the thing about uh, well, you have a you have a hypnosis program. A lot of people do for birthing, and what that does is connect with the baby and the embryo at that stage, mm -hmm. and see if there's something going on that we can work. Yeah, with. we're still not. You know, we have um, we have capabilities, but we're not real good at it yet. And one thing we didn't bring because up. it depends on the person's conscious again and how much free will they're going to have to do all this stuff. You can't say. 
when you're doing hypnosis, you can't say you're going to get this, you're going to get this, you're going to get this. Bang on the table. Because that depends on yes, them. that's right. One other thing we didn't touch on right at the beginning we wanted to mention was that one of the things we've learned, apart from that you can hypnotize probably pretty much anybody if you just learn their language, etc., is that it used to be considered a certain amount of intelligence or age you, there's just no way you could put them. Into, they they could put themselves in mm. hypnosis because that's natural, but you can do formal work with them. Yeah, and that was erroneous too. I mean, yes, um, t- generally, yes, a 15-year-old will have less baggage than an 80-year-old, and that'll make a difference in their perception. But once they've allowed that to happen, they're just as easy to put in hypnosis as anyone else. And all those things, but we've discovered that it's always about educating a client and allowing them to get to that place of letting go. And um, somebody asked us about, well, what about if you have um, Alzheimer's or whatever? What's interesting, it seems, we haven't, and this is something new we're looking at, right? Hypnosis, yeah. Is sometimes it seems there's a disconnection and you just cannot connect to that part that that is going to do the work because it's somehow as if it's they've lost that signal or something mm-hmm. right it's, mm-hmm. it's weird yeah and we haven't figured that out yet how to do that but, no we figured out we we have helped people with dementia but not everyone and it's, there's no rules we don't really know yet we haven't done it enough and then we can always explore surrogacy hypnosis yes. that's a anyway you're going to say in the movie in, uh, what she made a good point is it's never one thing but there's always a certain things that people do do that, that, in that every, help most every, people. Yeah. yeah. And I'm passing her a piece of paper which has the script on it so she can read it. <laughs> so it's, it's, of course, diet. And, of course, that has to be figured out for each person. It's not the same. Uh, taking responsibility. Here I go rant, rant. And exercise, which I need some more ranting about to me. Examining the suppressed hidden emotions. Changing your story. Changing and embracing positive environment, what you watch, who you associate, what you read, input gives output, and having a reason for the change. Now, that's a, actually a lot of stuff. That's a lot of a lot stuff. Of, a lot of work. It's a lot. If you're coming from zero. If you're coming from zero. I think we understand that diet's important. Well, I think that's kind of a given on the Health and Wellness Channel. And we understand that the environment, so mm-hmm. what your environment is in terms of air, et cetera, but also be careful. The environment is who you're with. Yeah, who you're with. Because if you want to change, if you want to make any big change in, in um, your life, here's an easy thing. Change what you read, change what you, what you watch, change who you listen to. In mm-hmm. other words, listen to and read what you want. Move so that way. For someone with fibromyalgia, for instance, mm-hmm. most of the time it's because they've been the helper to everyone except themselves. Yeah, and that kind of thing. So now you need to start taking some responsibility and saying no. And allowing yourself <laughs> to say, I am important. Yes, I'm as important as them. And I, right now, I'm taking care of me. And so that self-hypnosis will help. Go to the self-hypnosis site that you have because mm-hmm. it gives you time for yourself mm-hmm. and allows that part of you to come forward and say, no, you are important and you deserve. Well, I guess we're getting near the end of the show and it's not long enough. Uh, but next week, we have Daniel Gamet. Am I saying that right? I'm butchering his name. I'm sorry. But he's from the Middle East. And this is about hypnosis everywhere and how it's done and who's doing it. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. 
Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 